0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Comexis Cast Daily for January 3rd, 2018. And Happy New Year, by the way, the first Comexis cast of 2018. I'm Matthew McGordy, the videographer and podcaster here at Comexis, and today I'm joined by the president of Comexis, Len Ward. Good afternoon. And Phillip's on a tad bit of a break, um, so we'll hopefully see him sometime next week or the week after Mm -hmm. that. So our story for today um, is Amazon Alexa. Um, There have been some rumors and discussions going around that uh, Amazon is going to be opening up Alexa for some advertising uh, abilities. Um, So in the past, um, there was a couple companies who were using uh, Amazon Alexa skills, basically apps that Alexa can use, um, and they were having Ads placed into those, and then Amazon cracked down on that and didn't allow you to do that um, in their terms of service. Um, so that there were only a couple places that could have ads. Um, so that was, you know, radio streaming like Pandora or Spotify were allowed to have ads. Um, if you were a news site and you had um, sort of, they have like news briefs that Alexa will be able to give. Um, Those could have a couple ads placed in them, um, but they couldn't be anything that, you know, was blatantly an advertisement, um, just playing at any time. And also, Alexa was not allowed to speak advertised content. Um, It had to be a different type of voice um, than the regular Alexa voice, um, which upset some advertisers, uh, potential advertisers on the platform. But now it looks like that Amazon is talking to a couple brands about changing that up a little bit. Um, so they, uh, an example, this is an article from CNBC talked about how uh, some brands that are going to be included are um, you know, Clorox, uh, potentially Clorox, uh, a couple, and Colgate and things like that. Um, so the idea is that people will be able to um, ask Alexa certain questions. Say, for example, you're cleaning something and you ask Alexa, hey, Alexa, how do I clean, say, wine from a couch? Um, and you know if Clorox has a product that allows that to happen uh, they might suggest it to you Um, or if for example you buy Pine Sol um, and stuff like that they might suggest uh, a related brand uh, Clorox product or something like that Um, so how do you feel about this uh, this voice advertising it's it's
1: an interesting dynamic I don't think there's any question about it you know, there's definitely a way to monetize this. I don't think there's any question Amazon's going to figure out a way to do it. But you have to think about it, though. I mean, we have it at our house. We use <laughs> it. I don't really know if I want to be interrupted with an ad if I'm saying, mm-hmm. hey, Alexa, play Guns N' Roses or Kenny Chesney or something like that. <laughs> well, first, you know, they're going on tour and you can buy tickets. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's a very interesting dynamic. Um, it's almost to the point where if you look at it, it's, it's almost like how if you watch certain shows, like mm-hmm. certain there's like placements you're starting to notice, so like certain mm-hmm. ads. That are happening, like like if I watch something called um, uh, the, what is it? The, the The Curse of Oak Island. Okay. And you're noticing that these guys are historically driving GMC trucks, and as of late, I noticed they're now starting to drive all brand new Ford trucks. So I'm yeah. trying to. F- I guess this is their way of trying to implement some sort of placement type advertising, but doing it with voice is vastly different than doing it with your eyes, because it actually takes time for you to actually listen to it, opposed to quickly seeing it. Much like when you're scrolling through Google and you look at the pay per click ads, it's really not that invasive. to kind of look at a pay per click. Mm -hmm. And scroll through it. So I think they have some work to do to try to figure out how to put this in the right spot. Um, But I find it interesting. And as an advertising agency, I do think it's something that, you know, for B to C, I mean, I I, I would recommend clients do this. I think it's just a matter of how they do it.
0: Yeah. One of the things that uh, both this article and a couple other articles that I was looking into talked about how advertisers sort of want, really want to be able to be on this platform for when people do voice searches um, specifically because you know if I do a Google search I can you know look through and say you know I don't want to go on this website this website I'm not interested in this brand or something like that um, and just kind of scroll through and, and miss as many ads as I don't feel like clicking on um, but if you are at the top of the voice search um, according to these advertisers um, you are statistically more likely to be purchased if you are the first thing that comes up, mm-hmm that Alexa suggests for you. Um, so that's one of the reasons that advertisers are really trying to jump on this platform because if they, Amazon opens that up, you know there's a lot of competition for that top spot. There's competition, but there's also another
1: thing, like if you, let's just say you tie in Sonus and you don't have a paid Sonus subscription. So mm-hmm. these Amazon ads are now jumping in front of the Sonus subscription. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you, and I pay for Sonus, so I don't really listen, to, I don't hear the ads. But if you don't pay for Pandora, you don't pay for Sonos, you have to hear these ads. Mm-hmm. And so Amazon immediately is going to be taking priority over these musical platforms to play what they feel is, if, you know, the right ad for the, mm-hmm. the uh, person asking a question. That's going to be a bit of a problem for Pandora and Spotify. It's true. You know, so I think, it, they have, again, there's no question... I'm a big believer in voice search. I don't think there's any questions where we're going with a lot of different stuff. I actually think a lot of interaction you're going to have is going to be away from a screen. I think you're mm-hmm. going to be interacting vocally with things. Um, however, th- there's something there. I'm just trying to figure out how they're going to do it. But I think this initial... Going to your what your shopping cart used to be, you know you can order this product or maybe even potentially Clorox is a good solution for that.
0: I don't find it overly invasive. I think that's okay. Yeah, a a good example of what they're kind of going to be going for. They have um, things that Alexa will already suggest to you, but Mm -hmm. on a much smaller scale. So one example is that if you um, you know are looking to buy toothpaste um, and you don't give a specific brand of toothpaste, Alexa, for example, might suggest uh, in the example they give here uh, a brand. like Colgate, mm-hmm. and obviously you would be able to steer Alexa to you know another brand if you want that brand, or you know pick up that brand right. um, if that's what you want. Um, and, and and going off of um, you mentioning that more people are going to be getting into you know voice search in terms of having it in their home. Um, number of people in the U.S. using voice-enabled speakers more than doubled in 2017 to 36 million. And Amazon had captured 71% of that market, market, according to a prediction from eMarketer. And I I'm not super surprised by that based on, you know, just how cheap some of these devices can be. I mean, I know every Mm -hmm. time I went on Amazon, I saw that banner ad that had every single one of their devices with a price next to it, and you could buy one for as cheap as 30 bucks. Yeah, they're cheap. Um, So I I think that's definitely definitely something to look out for um, so finally uh, what do you think about and I'll, I'll give you some numbers to, to go off of but what do you think about Amazon um, as far as you know going and doing and being an advertising platform. I know we've talked about this a little bit on the show before, and here here's some numbers. Um, Amazon ad sales, which today mostly come from sponsored listings on the website, uh, will grow 42% in 2018 to $2.4 billion, which still puts the company way behind Google at 40.1 and Facebook at 21.6. But wh- what are your feelings on Amazon as an ad platform?
1: It's going to be a player in the B2C market. B2B, we're yeah. not really worried about B2B. Um, but from, well, I guess maybe a little bit, but from a B2C standpoint, it is absolutely mm-hmm. going to be a player. I think it's going to make some people even rethink, like, do I really need this entire e-com website when I can just really advertise and sell everything on you know, Amazon? And maybe the way in which eBay monetized eBay, which ended up kind of really hurting eBay because it started mm-hmm. pulling people away from actually searching on eBay and looking for things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Amazon, to perfect it, they have to develop an advertising platform that keeps you within Amazon and actually keeps you buying within Amazon. Uh, but there's no question they're going to be a player. They have just as much money as these other two mm-hmm. companies, and I do think they will emerge in the B2C market. Again, B2B, b not overly worried about them.
0: Yeah, I, I think you, you brought up an excellent point um, about Amazon with, with B2C in, in the sense that um, when I go on Amazon, you know, the first thing I see is Amazon ad for a product mm-hmm. and then underneath it I might see an Amazon's choice, which f- for all I know it could also be an ad. I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah. want to say anything. But, um, I mean, I think we, we can see that push beginning with the, you know, do I need this additional website to yeah. sell product when we see Amazon talking to brands like Nike and saying, you know, if you don't put your entire history, entire search, basic uh, entire catalog- product... Catalog. Catalog. Ca- catalog, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, then and we're going to create products to counteract that, yeah. and we're going to try and outsell you. Um, so I, I definitely think that, that that is definitely the the avenue that they're going down. They're going certainly. down, and it's going to hurt these sites,
1: and something we've talked mm-hmm. about on the past podcast, what you're going to see, again, is the emergence of more apps for these B2C mm-hmm. companies, saying, I'm just going to go directly to the company, like Nike. Mm-hmm. I've said before, Nike won't be stronger by, by Amazon. Mm-hmm. They'll just say, we're just going to push our app. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's it's if you're an e-com comp- small, I think the larger ones are not worried about it. You know, mm-hmm. We have some clients who are a little bit larger Ecom, com that's not a focus for them but the smaller mom-and-pop shops yeah do you really need to build out an e site anymore so that's where i think amazon could start grabbing more of those dollars uh you know from an advertising perspective the marketing perspective so
0: yeah well thank you everybody for tuning in to today's episode of the comex cast daily check us out next time for more of the latest trending news have a great day Thanks.